0: this is the mf cash flow podcast with mike fisher we pull back the curtain of real estate investing and share the secrets to
1: building the life of financial freedom you've always dreamed of
0: hey guys mike fisher here mf cash flow Like, get your MF cash flow flowing, guys. Today, I have Lionel Chavez here with me in the house. Lionel, man, this guy, I've known him, I don't know, 10 plus years now. Lionel here, turned all my shit around. He actually paid attention to what the hell it is I wanted to do. And and he's been with me ever since and working with me. And um, he's watched me grow from, I don't know, Lionel, what, like half a dozen properties to over 80 properties now. So you've been through the whole thing, man, and I, I keep on hearing the word grandfather, man. I don't know, like I don't have any grandkids, do, but I, you're grandfathered in, you're grandfathered in, man. I don't know. Okay, I'm grandfathered in. So, Lionel, how long? I mean, you've been doing this business for a long time, at least uh, you
1: know over ten years, man. And how long have you been? Well, how long have you been doing this for? Well, Mike, first let me tell you, thanks for having me here. Uh, yes, we have known each other quite a long time. Uh, I've been with the company 17 years, and I think I met you shortly after that, so probably somewhere around 05 to 07 is when we met. Um, Yeah. Wait, did we meet at a Cubs game? That (laughs) that could be possible. It may be possible. I know I'm seeing you there now every once in a while. (laughs) Uh, But you you say how I I helped you out and took you over. Well, I think the main thing we could talk about is that I saw your vision, and you said you have eight properties back then in 05 07 whatever it was I think you only had four or five but (laughs) but but I know I knew your vision I knew your capabilities and I knew you were uh grabbing these properties and doing a lot of the work yourself and you would tell me every time I'm going to grow this as big as I can and this is this is what I'm going to do so I was happy to uh, help you out with that and be on board
0: yeah, man, and, and the value that you bring to me, I want to share it with other people, man, because it's been super valuable to me. And um, anymore, it's just like you just, you know, I buy a property and and it's painless for me just to put it into the uh, into the policy and and take it out of the policy, you know, if I decide to sell it or what, whatever route I want to go. But and and the service, man, I got to tell you, that's that's key, man. It's. Like in my business, and investors call, we want to answer. We want to be there for them. We want to answer their questions. And I know that's been what you've done. And um, we've had—I joke around about it. Sit down, you know. What's the big joke, people? Like, hey, we let's go and sit down. No, we're gonna stand up, man. If you're gonna do that, do it the urinal, man. I don't know. Like, (laughs) we're gonna sit down. Does that mean it's fucking serious? You're gonna take a shit or what? I don't get it, guys. But anyhow, way off track, but. You guys understand what I'm saying? I mean, you're going to go, let's go sit down, you know, like, oh, this is serious. But we did. We sat down and we went over coverages and deductibles and what's covered and what's not covered and all of that, just so I can understand it. Because, guys, this is really, uh, let's face it. I mean, it's it. this is a vital part of investing, you know. You want the greatest return on your investment, right? And... That's what we all want. So to do that, insurance is a small part of it to bring it to a whole other level of knowing that your ass is covered and you've got the right coverage so when and if something does happen, that you're covered, man. And Lionel's been there from day one on this. And and um,
1: Lionel, like, what is it that you enjoy doing about insurance? Uh, well, for me personally is uh, just helping out the client and explaining the coverages because once you do that correctly up front and provide great service, whether it's myself or my assistant Gina, you know how important she is to me, and then uh, be backed by a great company, really you just need to get everything in line up front. The correct coverages, the correct deductibles, you understand what the coverages do for you and what... sometimes what they can't do for you. Yeah. And once you get that in line, yeah. well, then it's just a matter of you giving me a call with an address, and I had taken some pictures, and I'll right. tell you what the correct insurance amount is. I already know what deductible you want. Everything just falls in line, and it's seamless, and that's really what we got to do, so... I'm really glad that you mentioned that we offer great service. I'm not going to take all the credit. uh, Like I mentioned before, (laughs) I am. uh, I do. Yep, Gina. Without her, I'm nothing. I should have been interviewing Gina. Yeah, you should have. (laughs) She probably would have known everything to say here, uh, and she loves you. And uh, but and then being backed with a uh, financially sound company, such as uh, Country Financial, also known as Country Mutual or Country Casualty. You know, we're going to be there in the time of need, which is what you really want from your insurance company, right? When a claim happens, you want to bargain or barter over uh, nickels and dimes. Right. You, you want the company to show up, say yes, that's a covered claim, open up the checkbook, and get it rolling. Right, right. And, uh,
0: guys, I'm actually kind of proud of how many claims I've had in my homeowner's policy in... I don't know, over 10 years with Lionel. Um, can you count on one hand, Lionel?
1: Yes, I can count on one finger. <laughs> one finger, guys. One finger. <laughs> one major claim, and that's one you yeah. did not want to touch on your own. And you're like, yeah. I'm going to use my uh, my claim service here. And that's I right. said, no problem. Yeah. You're covered. Yeah. Uh, part of that is having a high deductible. And I think is, you, yeah. you learned that over the years. As an investor, which is why we're here today, is the more properties you have, you should consider a higher deductible, and you're going to save money on each policy. And when those smaller claims come in, I mean, uh, you could pay out of pocket and keep a clean claims record, but uh, everyone has their own opinion of what a small claim is and what's Mm. not. So that's really what the difference is. I guess in a
0: sense, you're becoming self-insured, right? I mean, a higher deductible, I mean, it's kind of a, probably not the the right terminology to be using, right? Correct. Like the higher deductible, I mean, I, I think I'm at a $5,000 deductible, right? Right, yeah, and so, you've
1: considered going higher, but for right now it's perfect. For yeah,
0: you. I mean, the, everything changes once I go higher, and you've explained it to me, and I'm really not saving a whole bunch of money per year. It's like, I don't know, it's like 20 some bucks, I don't know, it's ridiculous, and I'm not saving much at all to go any higher, so um, I'm gonna actually lose, but guys, this guy here is, is somebody that you want to pay attention to. Give a call if you have any questions. We'll get his uh, phone number and uh, email address out uh, at the end here. But um, how do like how are rental properties insured you know, with your company versus? Other companies?
1: Well, I think this is why you stuck around. We have uh, some unique programs over here at Country. (laughs) That's something to do with Grandfather. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's not going to help the new person. But we do have a uh, hybrid of of that old rule. And and, uh, something that the competition doesn't do that we do is that we'll allow you to have up to eight rental properties and still get our residential pricing. So Mm. as far as I know, the competition is not doing that. Now, what happens after you hit number eight? Well, then you're considered a commercial risk, which makes plenty of sense. Because Mm. if you have more than eight rental properties, you're pretty. It sounds like you're an investor. You're a property investor, and this is what you're doing uh, as for a living. So after that, we'll put it into a commercial risk. But that has also has its advantages because you could do certain things as. Maybe GC, some of the projects yourself, paying out uh, subcontractors, Mm. uh, make sure they have proof of their insurance. I'd like to tell you that uh, because you don't want that to fall back on you. But it's just an extra layer of protection in terms of liability in case anything goes wrong because most of the time, if you're going to go into commercial risk, you're probably going to incorporate yourself or start an LLC. Mm. and And those are things we could do for you.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. So, Lionel, there's... There's this whole area that is just, I I just think that insurance agents just graze over. I don't think they go into any, if they do, they go into very little depth on the whole, you know, the sump pump and uh, what's below grade or, you know, and and what's covered if the sump pump goes or, you know, and, and the cost difference. If you want to cover it or don't cover it, it really... I. I only say this because I know that uh, many investors find out the hard way um, when it's too late. And I personally don't have that coverage on any of my properties. Um, Mainly it's because of the cost. Um, I just, I find it to be cost effective not to. Um, However, when it happens, you're like, oh shit, I wish I had it, right? But when you know all the details and the terms of it, it's really, to me, it's just not worth it. And I'm not like trying to not sell your product, dude, but you know, it's, um, if you could like break it down, I don't even know where to start with that, man. Like, like what does it cost? Um, and you know, how do they determine that cost? What's covered under that cost? What's not covered under that cost? Um, and then, we can even tie in at some point renter's insurance into all that. Does renter's insurance cover that? And do you guys actually have renter's
1: insurance? Okay. Well, you asked a lot of questions there. Yeah, so I uh, one point, we'll go one bullet point at, at a time here. But uh, uh, the, the pricing, I can't get into detail right now because that as if you don't already know that that goes on your own financial snapshot and the rates change from zip code to zip code. But, Uh, First thing, uh, people often call the sump pump coverage flood insurance. So let me just get that out of the way right now. Flood insurance is actually you open up your front door and you're walking into a river. The water level has reached ground level. So uh, we do broker that out through our brokerage department called CC Services. Um, Flood insurance is a whole category by itself. Now, what you're referring to is water backup sump pump coverage, which could either cover your sump pump in case it broke down a malfunction or you're a power outage which is most common with the sump pumps or if you don't even have the sump pump well you you will have a main drain that a lot of the older houses have mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. water will come up yeah. through that uh, that main drain either the nasty sewer. yes exactly like so it's water backup sewer backup sump yeah. pump coverage that's yeah. the same terminology and uh, and that main backup could happen because tree roots, um, it could happen because the pipe collapse, whatever it may be. It, uh, I think the sump pump well came into the housing market in the mid '70s. So if you didn't install the well yourself, yeah, you only have a main drain. And, gotcha. Uh, now the coverages are going to range whether you just want structural coverage for uh, when you purchase the water backup sump pump, or if you want to include your personal property. So. Mm-hmm. When I met you, Mr. Fisher, you only had a handful of homes and you debated it, but as you grew, it didn't make much sense to you because uh, for the most part, your properties don't have finished basements, correct? Give and take.
0: 30, 40% do, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, Probably then- more so. I'm growing more and more into finished basements because we forced the appreciation and put a bedroom and bathroom down there um, and you know get more per square foot per rent, So uh, it's all about the cash flow.
1: There you go. Yeah. That's the point of the show, right? Yeah. Um, But you didn't see it beneficial in in your eyes because the the amount, it could range anywhere from – Hundred and fifty dollars a year to seven or eight hundred dollars, depending on how much coverage you wanted. Right, right. And when we had the conversation back today, maybe we have to have another sit down and review. <laughs> and um, then that big ass deductible. Right, 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 right. The first year deductible, and then at the time, the only thing that you were risking was your hot water heater and your your furnace. And since you do a majority yeah. of the work yourself, yeah. you know how big of a deal would that be for you to replace on your own after you paid your $5,000 deductible? Right, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, so it wasn't I mean,
1: worth it to you, although for those who uh, maybe not be uh, as hands-on as you are, it may be in their benefit to carry the coverage. Well, let me
0: just tell you, I'm not out there physically doing that at, at all anymore, man. I have not touched a water heater. I have not changed a water heater. I Well, I pick up the phone and call, man, and right. I don't even do that anymore. I got people in the house, man. Property management company, we we kill it, man. So that shit all goes through, it's all automated. I don't even I don't even know it till I see the bill and, and well you know. see
1: that's how long I've known you.
0: Is that yeah, I'm going man. back
1: to your early days? Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't have gray hair and I uh, and I had twenty twenty <laughs> <didn't> vision <laughs> back then. But uh yeah, that's uh how many things change and that's why yeah. we do reviews as agents because as yours your needs change, you know, maybe yeah. the coverage has changed, those are all reasons why we need "Quote unquote sit downs. Sit downs. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> sit downs. So even the whole part of like one of my reasonings is for not doing it is because you're gonna get rated or, or an increase. Or I'm sure there's another name for that um, for every claim that you have, and it's not. Yeah, okay. If it's $150 a year, okay, that's that's pretty minimal, right? Right. Right. But if you have two of those claims in in a year, and then the following year you have two more, and consecutively two, 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 yeah, that dude, that's going to be probably six hundred dollars or a thousand dollars a year or something. Right. I don't even know, dude. I'm not, I'm speaking for you, but to me, it just didn't make sense. And Whoa. to have a five thousand dollar deductible, and to change a furnace and a water heater, you're talking maybe you know three, four grand or something, um, and that's your only
1: problem then what's the point well for the purpose of this show for your audience you're talking about property investors yeah yeah and everything you say would make sense to the the property investors because as your numbers increase and the numbers what do you call it, doors Doors. Right? we call it doors. properties cash you, talk, flow, yeah. you talk about cash flow uh, flowing doors yeah, that number for the the amount that you would pay in premium for the coverage to for, for what it would cover probably yeah. wouldn't make sense at the bottom line. Yeah, yeah. So
0: for the new investor, you would recommend it. Somebody that has like
1: three, four, five, or something. I would recommend that you give me a chance to explain the coverages thoroughly, and you can a make sit that down. Do that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's that sit down. Yeah. We we like to call it a review, <laughs> but I understand that uh, you sound like I'm, I'm going to go meet. Uh, the mafia or something we're we're gonna gonna, sit down we're gonna sit down we're gonna talk about some things (laughs) (laughs) let's call it a review right on right on man (laughs) a review
0: cool man so so what what tell me like if somebody was to um say hey lionel how the hell do i get in touch with you i want to learn more about what you do or or how you can help me how do they get in touch with you
1: well, you could uh, first give me a call if you'd like, 815 or you could go on the uh, country financial website and just type in my name, Lionel Chavez, or there's this wonderful thing now called Google. It works pretty easily there. I am right here in uh, downtown Frankfurt, I, and I do have a second location up in Lakeview, so... Uh, however, you want to get a hold of me, we, we could certainly have a chat. So, what
0: areas can you cover? What you know, what areas? And, and like uh, specifically, I, I would imagine Illinois. But um, and then the other thing, Lionel, is that we didn't talk about renters insurance. Right. Um, but what areas can you cover?
1: Well, Illinois and Indiana. Okay, that's very simple. I'm licensed in both states. Looking to expand to more, but for now, that that's keeping me pretty busy.
0: But Tell yeah. me about renters insurance. How do we man? skip
1: over renters insurance? I don't know, man. Yeah. I was
0: getting all wound up about the sit down, <laughs> stand up, and turn
1: around, man. Well, you should, anyway. As an investor, you should always have your renters carry their own policy. Not only just in case um, you don't want to have that phone call that something started on fire, and then it's they, always two
0: o'clock in the morning. Yes,
1: too. I'm sure it is, and they want yeah because they left the pizza in the oven, right? <laughs> after, after after a drunken night, after coming home from a Cubs game, but you could. Um, You know, they're going to start uh, being worried about all their items going up in flames. That's not your responsibility as the uh, building owner. That is their responsibility. But more importantly, if something silly were to happen and there was some kind of a lawsuit, you want their policy to be primary, Um, you're probably going to end up in the courtroom with them Mm. as a building owner, but their policy will be primary, and that's why every... Uh, investors should have their renters carry their own policy. Got it. Got it.
0: Is, how does that work? Do you actually um,
1: name yourself additional insured to their policy, you, or I would I would recommend that because w- w- what happens when you do that is you're also covered on their policy, but you're also going to be notified if it ever cancels. Gotcha. So, since you're on the policy, you're going to get that letter in the mail after 30 days of being canceled.
0: So let's let's back up for a moment. Basement floods, gets a foot of water down there. All their personal belongings are floating man. Um, you know basketballs are floating and couches you know soaked up like a sponge.
1: Um, who's responsible for that? Well, they are responsible for their own personal items, so the yeah. renter should have their own renter's policy. Yeah, yeah. So that's on them if they don't want to cover their own items, but I strongly yeah. recommend for the liability issues that you have your renters carry yeah. their own policy. And you have renters in charge. Oh, absolutely. It's All very right. inexpensive. You're talking about 15 to $20 a month um, for your basic yeah. coverage. I mean, who wouldn't want to do that? You know, you'd spend that going out for lunch. Easily, <laughs> easily, and right. depending on where you're going, man. For drinks, right, right, yeah. So, yeah, cool, cool. Murphy's, right, Saturday. <laughs> Murphy's Bleacher Saturday. <laughs> yeah. I'll be there. Right, I'll get you one drink.
0: <laughs> we're gonna sit down and talk about <laughs> right, it. Right, right. No, you're not really gonna sit at Murphy's, guys. Guys, if you haven't been to Murphy's, you got to go check it out, man. It's a blast. Uh, now we're plugging the bar. <laughs> yeah, we're plugging the bar, man. <laughs> we love our cubbies. Yes, sir. All right, guys. So you got to get in touch with this guy. Seriously, he's a wealth of information. You'll If you can't uh, get in touch with him uh, by the phone, meet him at the Cubs game. He's usually in the bleachers. Uh, that's where I see him so most of the time. So if not at Murphy's, sitting down. So, guys, uh, give Lionel a call. Really, you do yourself a favor, just um, 10, 15 minutes, whatever it takes. And I know the value that you will get will far exceed your time. So, guys, thank you so much. And... Live fully, love openly, and make a difference. Bye. Hey, guys. If you like what you're hearing, subscribe, rate, or share, or do all of them, guys, and you will get the notifications. This is my way of giving back to you. I hope you find value in it, and uh, don't forget to share it with your friends, like it, and rate it, guys. Looking forward to sharing with you on our next podcast. See you soon.
1: Learn more at mfcashflow.com and follow Mike on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn.